episode nearly didn't actually make it because I normally batch record my episodes and I'd planned to batch record them all last week. And in a very 2020 move of me, I got COVID. So I was barely able to work last week aside from doing some client work and I wasn't feeling great. I am feeling much better now. So I'm recording this at 4 p.m. the night before this goes live. So Sunday afternoon. Anyway, I do feel much better now. I am ready to go. Before I dive into today's topic, which is all about surprising things that you need to shift in order to start seeing more consistent, well, consistent inquiries, I have dropped a brand new freebie today. And I am really looking forward to releasing this one because it's all about selling on stories. And if you have been around for a while, you know that I love to use stories as a conversion tool. In fact, I close around 90% of my sales, if not more, through my Instagram stories, through my DMs. If you would like to learn my strategies for closing sales via my stories, I have got a free masterclass where I talk to you guys about what I do step-by-step. I walk you through how I pitch my offers on stories. I walk you through the types of content I would recommend creating in order to actually engage and convert your audience and to command the attention of your audience. It's completely free. This is a fluff free thing as well. I'm not rabbiting on for ages about myself. I get straight into the nitty gritty, straight into the strategy. And actually the, the woman who helped me set up everything in the back end for this free masterclass. She was like, oh my God, I was furiously taking notes as I was going through and watching the masterclass. So I'm going to leave the link below in the show notes for you to go. (laughs) I can't speak. Uh, I promise I'm much more articulate in the masterclass. I'm going to leave the link to that freebie in the description box below in the show notes below. So definitely go and check that out. Now let's get to the issue at hand. Today's episode surprising shifts you need to start making in order to see more inquiries. Now, the first one that I'm going to talk about is something I have actually mentioned before when I talk about messaging. And I, you know, I speak about messaging a lot. It's very important. But one shift that I made and I always make my clients make as well to stop overcoming A, objections all the time, and to stop attracting a certain type of person is to stop speaking to the person that is harder to convert. Stop speaking to the person that is umming and ahhing about investing. Stop speaking to the person that knows they need it deep down, but is too afraid to make the move. Stop speaking to that person in your content. They are so much harder to sell to for obvious reasons. They are afraid to invest and we don't want to work with people who we have to convince That is not why we're here. We want to work with people who are like, yep, I'm ready. I want to buy this. I want to buy this service or product or whatever it is that you sell. So stop creating content that speaks to the quote unquote broken person. Speak to the empowered investor instead. That is, uh, I mean, A, it's more fun to speak to this type of person. And B, it's so much easier for you to actually convert that type of person. So instead of creating content that's like, you know you need this, but you're but you're afraid and I get it. Investing's scary, it's hard. Like we used to see this a lot, and you probably still do see this type of content. Stop doing that. Start creating content to the person who knows they're ready 
and is actually ready to invest and take the leap. So you'll create content instead that's like, you know that you're ready for this. You know that the time is now. You know that you don't want to keep doing what you're doing and you're ready for this change. Start speaking more like that and you'll notice a difference in the types of people that reach out to you. And even the people that are more anxious buyers, they will still reach out to you because they want to resonate with the type of content that you're putting out there. They don't really want to resonate with the, oh, it's scary, it's hard, it's difficult. You don't want to do this really, but you need, you know, you need to. So stop creating that type of content, number one. Number two, and this is advice that does go against the grain of a lot of what I see out there, is avoid being married to one platform. A lot of times people are saying like, okay, nail one platform and then move on to the next. I actually disagree with this because what happens is, When you are so hyper-focused on creating content geared towards one platform, you're relying way too heavily in one place to get inquiries versus find a complementary platform and find a way to start repurposing your content in an intelligent way. Be more efficient. It's not about being on a million different platforms and creating different types of content for each of those platforms. It's about being it's being really smart about it and say if you've got a podcast creating your macro piece of content from your podcast whether that be clips for Instagram or an email and then using that across the different uh, using it across different platforms so for me for example I use TikTok Instagram email and a podcast and I don't feel like I'm running ragged trying to create content all the time because I make sure that okay, I release two podcast episodes a week. I might create an email based off that. And then based off that email, I'll use that copy to write an Instagram caption. I'll use some of the footage that I'm recording when I'm doing my podcast for a reel on Instagram. I can usually create two or three different reels based off that. And then I can post that to Instagram and to TikTok. I don't try and you know, create a LinkedIn post separately about something else and then and then a million different Instagram posts and then I've got to create 10 TikToks per week. I don't make my life difficult for myself, but I also am not just relying on one form of social media to bring me leads, bring me clients and to warm and nurture and convert my audience up. It's a lot of pressure. And especially with platforms like Instagram, where it is now more difficult to grow and get in front of new eyes, I would highly suggest broadening the horizons, making sure that you are putting yourself in places where you know your ideal client is and start to rely less on one way of bringing in people, nurturing them and converting them. Number three, stop telling yourself that inquiries aren't coming in thick and fast. Start being a bit more delusional. So if you are someone that you're finding the inquiries aren't coming in as much or and as often as you would like, or maybe you're just going through a bit more of a quiet period, stop panicking and stop feeding yourself this narrative that it's slow, it's quiet. Why is no one reaching out to me? No one ever buys from me. The more you start thinking these things, the more ingrained they'll start to become in your mind and the more they will start to become beliefs. And when things become beliefs for us, our reticular activating system will look for evidence in our reality to support our beliefs because our brain likes to be right. Our ego loves to be right. Even if your physical reality isn't matching what you want to happen just yet, retrain your brain. The clients are going to come in. I can feel it. I am starting to bring in more consistent inquiries. People are taking notice of what I'm saying. 
repeat, repeat, repeat. This will change your energy. This will change your beliefs. This will start to reflect differently in how you're showing up. It changes the, literally the makeup of your brain, the chemistry of your brain. And you'll start to notice that you are bringing in more consistent inquiries. So really watch what you're saying to yourself and the thoughts that you're having around your business and what's possible for you. Because if you keep thinking that sales are really hard, guess what? Sales are going to consistently be really hard for you. Even if that's how you feel right now, snap yourself out of it and be like, I choose differently from today. I'm going to start choosing to believe that sales are going to be easier and easier for me and that people are taking notice of what I'm saying and that my content is improving day by day and that I've got new eyes on what I'm saying and that they want to buy from me and I'm building buying desire every single day. Start saying things like that and that is so much more empowering. Think about it if a friend was in business and you were saying those things to your friend, they'd be like, great, I, you know, giving you giving your friend a bit of a pep talk, you need to be that person for yourself. You can't always rely on external validation in order to bring in the results that you want. Sometimes you're going to do that for yourself. It's really important to get into that practice. Number four, stop being afraid of giving lots away. There's a lot of shit that people are talking about educational content and getting into the friend zone. And I will hold my hands up. I have been that person to be like, creating this certain type of content is gonna get you in the friend zone. And I still agree with that, but to a point. I am of the firm belief that actually you cannot give too much away with a few little caveats. If we overload our audience with too much information, say in a program or in a masterclass, for example, then sure we can give a little bit too much away, but not in the sense that we're giving too much information away. It's just that we're making it too difficult for people to implement what we're teaching them because we're overloading them with too much rather than it being we're giving them way too much information that they don't ever want to buy from us. Whereas I started building up a name for myself and started generating much more consistent inquiries by showing my audience that I knew what I was talking about because, guys, there is a lot of shit online you could scroll for a while without trying, without actually finding something that's actually valuable, that's actually useful to people. Herein lies an opportunity for you to be that person to create valuable content that will actually help people. And when you do that, and the key to making sure that it does build buying desire is that you inject your personality into it and your opinions and your methodologies into it. And you leave room for your offer in there. So what I mean by that is you kind of leave an information gap at some point. So if you were talking about how to launch, for example, you might speak about the teasing part of a launch, but you say, but there is so much more included in launching. You know, you need to know about how to do a waitlist, how to do a pre-sale, how to host a big freebie, how to actually launch your offer and sell your offer. Teasing is just one part of it. And if you want to learn more about how to launch, sign up to my program, blah, 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 blah. And you're leaving an information gap there for them. And you're also pointing out what this, what this information gap is because it might not be super obvious to people. And number five, fail more and make it mean nothing about you or your business. So often what I see is people try, which is amazing. We obviously need to try and they give it a go and they implement maybe for about a month. 
and they don't see that instant gratification just yet. And then they start to let those fears and doubts creep in. And then they start to pull back. They start to show up less consistently. They start to stop talking about their offers as much. They don't want to launch again because maybe their other launches that they've done in the past were really difficult and they were hard and they flopped and they felt like a failure. And they just, I can see it with so many people and they start to slowly but surely step back. This is not the time to step back when you've had a, when you've had a so-called failure. This is the time to be like, okay, that didn't work. Let's tweak, let's change, let's get messy again and let's go back in and let's launch again or let's create a different type of program or let's tweak the program that I just put out and make it more appealing or let's go and do some market research. Just do anything but step back. Do anything but take a step back because what you're doing by taking that step back is you're guaranteeing a delay of your success. Whereas where you dust yourself off and look, it doesn't feel great when a launch doesn't go as we planned, of course, But when you stop making things mean everything, when you stop making everything so deep and meaningful about you and your business, and when you actually start getting over yourself a little bit (laughs) and you're like, okay, it's fine. We move and you move on from it. You are increasing the chances of your success. Every time you fail, you are one step closer to a breakthrough. Whereas if you fail, and then you take your foot off the gas, well then, yeah, you've made that failure mean something about you. And that's much more of a failure to give up or to take your foot off the brake, up the brake, off the gas and lean back. It's not the time to lean back. Don't have a defeatist attitude. Be tenacious and be as resilient as Brazilian, Brazilian, (laughs) be as resilient as you can. And I know this can be difficult, And we might have days where we're like, oh my God, I need a break. And I'm all for those days. Mental health days are super important. But to not stay there too long, to not wallow too long. It's kind of like if you had a really bad date and you're like, that's it. I'm never going on a dating app ever again. It's like, okay, well, (laughs) I totally get it, by the way. But by doing that and by never going out on a date ever again, you are being, you know, you're being defeatist. And you are significantly decreasing the chances of you getting what you want, a relationship or whatever it is that you want. It's exactly the same with business. So to recap, surprising shifts you need to make to start seeing more inquiries. One, stop speaking to the quote unquote broken person all the time. Number two, avoid being married to one singular platform. Number three, Stop telling yourself that inquiries aren't coming in thick and fast and start being a bit more delusional. Number four, stop being afraid of giving lots away. And number five, fail more, fail often, and make it mean nothing about you. This is a slightly longer episode, but that's because I was doing my little pitch for the masterclass, the free masterclass that is out now. Again, I will leave the link in the show notes below for you. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you all on Wednesday with the guest expert episode and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye guys.